0: Welcome to the very first episode of Celebrate People. My name is Betsy Spina, and I'm so excited that you're here. So I wanted to create this podcast to do exactly what the name says, to celebrate people. And that means to celebrate people, obviously, in the big, great moments, but also to be there with people in the moments that are really hard and challenging. Because I think when all of those things come together, those moments are what make us who we are. It's the good and the bad that build us into the people that we are and the people that we are meant to be, like who we are becoming. And that just makes me so excited. So I love to get to celebrate people. And I am so honored that our very first guest on the show is Walker Hayes. Now, a little bit about me before we begin. So I grew up in upstate New York. I went to college in Los Angeles. I moved back to New York City and then back to Los Angeles again. So I've gone back and forth a couple of times. I am an actor and a host. I used to work for SiriusXM and I just worked for Radio Disney Country. And Radio Disney Country is actually where Walker and I met. And I just so quickly fell in love with Walker, his music and his heart. And he is someone that celebrates every moment of life. And man, has he been through some amazing things, but some awful things really hard things, and we're gonna get into both today, which is why I just thought he would be the perfect guest for Celebrate People. So we're gonna be celebrating some new music that he has coming out tomorrow, and we're also gonna celebrate, you know, some of those really hard, challenging moments that have brought him to where he is, and also, created some really beautiful moments. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from Walker today. I know that he is just going to set your hearts on fire. So let's welcome country artist Walker Hayes to the show. You might know some of his amazing music, like his songs, You Broke Up With Me, Don't Let Her, Trash My Heart. You might have heard about his incredible wife, Lainey, and their six kids. He is just the best. So here he is, Walker Hayes, not only the very first guest on Celebrate People, but also the creator of the theme song. What? I can't believe I get to say that. I am so excited that you're here.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. I'm excited for you. This is amazing. I mean, this makes sense. Even the name of it and everything, that's just the kind of person you are. I love the concept of what you're doing. I think it's great. I think the world could use more of it. And I don't know, like knowing your, you know, your circumstances of recent and things, I mean, sometimes we just get nudged in the right places, you know?
0: Totally. And it's funny because I have dreamt about this for a long time but I was listening to all of the reasons why I'm not good enough, why I shouldn't start, you know, all of those things that we do to ourselves. Yeah. Um, And then finally, I felt like God put it on my heart to ask you to do the theme song. And I I just thought if Walker Hayes could do the theme song for the show, like that would be the coolest thing of all time. And as I was texting you, I really thought like, okay, if this doesn't work and he can't do it, like it's just not meant to be, but you wrote back so quickly, like you made this happen for me. Like (laughs) seriously, because as soon as you said yes, then I was like, I gotta do it, here we go. So
1: uh, no, dude. I, I'm I'm jacked, and that's I mean that's my favorite thing to do. And I mean immediately when you asked, you know, the idea started springing in my head how it would sound. But you said Goldist, Betsy. You're you're sweet. You actually listen to my music, which is sweet. And um, I'm obsessed, Betsy. You mentioned Goldist, and I was like, you know, how do I do Goldist but not Goldist? And you know. The things you and I talk about, we, you know, we get real, even in the real and the hard stuff, there's, there's joy, you know, over an amount of time there always is. It's um, a beautiful thing about life. It kind of stinks that like hard stuff sometimes has to get you to the, to great stuff and the wisdom and the, and the joy part. But um, yeah, so I tried to, I gave it that gospel. I gave, I basically took Goldist and gave it a little gospel little gospel flavor. And I just had that celebrate, celebrate, you know, and I was just, I was like, okay, I'm just going to say celebrate. And then, um, if it, it popped out. I had that little guitar riff that's on there. And
0: I'm obsessed. And I can't believe that you can put something together like that so quickly. Like what? To make
1: <laughs> well, I put a lot of them together. And, um, you know, recently I've done a lot of production lately. So my, my production shops are, they're fast. If anything, I can, I can do things quick.
0: I just think it's so cool that you are able to do that. And as we're sitting here talking, I realize obviously I know you so well, but I want our audience to get to know you so well too. So can you take us back and tell us a bit about how you got started in music?
1: Yeah. So it's crazy. It's all my dad's fault. I mean, he, he was always singing music in the house and, um, you know, it wasn't always the coolest thing to want to be a musician growing up. I, I went. I got into other things like sports and stuff really because, you know, that's how you could be like a, a hero at high school or, you know, and stuff like that. So but when I graduated from high school, Laney and I, was, we started dating and she really acknowledged that I, that I, you know, she would hear me sing in the car and stuff. And she'd be like, you're really good. You know, I like, and she would make me nervous. Like she'd be like, please sing this song. And I'd be like, nah, you know, anyway, we went through college and I was actually just kind of in line to sell real estate, to sell houses. That's what my dad did. I don't think I I knew that. I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. And, um, so I went, I, I got my real estate license and all that stuff. And then, uh, one night my dad called me and he said, Hey, you know, there's this guy down here at this bar and he's playing guitar and singing and he was like I want I think you should do that so I asked this lady at the bar if you could and she said yes and I was like you're kidding me I was like I'm a grown man dad I was like I'm not looking for gigs you know and um you know I was embarrassed on a lot of levels I was embarrassed that I was so scared uh, I was embarrassed that my dad had like lined up a gig. And it's not like I was a kid. I was like 23, you know? So I was like, thanks, but no thanks, dad. And then he was like, I oh, can't back out now. I was like, well, I never stepped forward. Like I didn't, you know, it was like, it's not my fault. if I. But anyway, I played that show. It was hardly a show. I, I literally played like four songs over and over and over on a guitar and I don't know how to describe it, Bessie. A passion was born. It, it's like I sat in this little chair. There was nobody there. At the end of every song, I remember this waitress named Trudy would clap. So everybody was like, oh, he's done, you know? And, and then everybody would clap. And it wasn't good. I, I, I was not talented, but I, I loved it. I loved it like I hadn't loved anything ever. And so I called Laney that night. And I said, Hey, what well, why don't we move to Nashville? I just want to be a singer, I think. And um, she said, Yeah,
0: I love that she did that. That she was just like, Yes, let's go. Like, let's go to Nashville. So you can pursue your dream. That's so amazing.
1: Yeah. And so we did. And then, you know, Nashville is a tough town. I mean, it did not happen for me quick. Um, we had a lot of downs. And I took a lot of rejection. And I had many people tell me, my songs weren't that great and my voice wasn't that great. But, you know, even though they would tell me those things, it's not like that made me fall out of love. You know, it made me mad, it made me sad. It it frustrated me. But the next day, I still would be like, Hey, have you seen my notebook? I have this song idea, you know? And that's just kind of how it is for me. You know, it hasn't ever been easy. I'm not a I'm not an easy writer to sell. My stuff doesn't sound like anybody else's, you know? And um, and just to bring everybody up to speed where I am now, I have the most amazing producer and his name is Shane McAnally.
0: Which side note, if you're like, I feel like I know that name, I don't know why, he is on the show Songland on NBC and he has produced like so many huge country smash hits. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and he rescued me. Uh, About five years ago, I was working at Costco and I saw him at Smoothie King and I tapped him on the shoulder and I introduced myself and it was desperate guys. And, um, I was, I was so ashamed. I was like, I'm not that guy, but that day I was that guy. And, uh, he started listening to my stuff and he tried to get my songs cut on some artist he was working with. You know, he produces other acts. So he would hand him my songs and say, man, you need to cut this. And we had so many almost big songs by Jake Owen and um, Little Big Town. Like all these acts came so close to cutting some of my stuff. And then finally, even Shane got frustrated. He said, man, I can't get any of these songs cut. Let's just do an album on you. And then on that album that we made, by the way, when, when he made that phone call, Laney and I cried. I mean, we were we were like, "What does this look like?" I didn't have to work at Costco anymore. That was crazy. <laughs> and then um, on that album was "You Broke Up with Me." And then really the rest is like, since then I've I've been able to feed my kids just doing music, and uh, it's just dreams coming true left and right. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super blessed. Uh, in the meantime. But in all that story, I, I, I'm five years sober. Um, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've come to know my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which is the coolest thing that's happened to, to all of it. And um, yeah, a lot of great things. And then Lainey and I, we now have we have six kids and um, living in Thompson Station, making music. <laughs> I know that just, was a long, long answer, Betsy.
0: No, I love it so much. And I want like, I want people to know your story because I just think it's so inspiring and so incredible. And I love, I hate all the ups and downs. I love the ups. I I hate the downs, but I love the way that God just like kept, bringing you back to music and speaking to you through that. Um, yeah. and, I, and I love too, that even though obviously it would have been great to have someone cut one of your songs, you know, and to get a paycheck that way. Like, I love that. God was like, no, I, I need you to have your voice for you to be you and you to be the artist. Right. Like I just, I love that because I think so often we, you know, as I was saying, even at the beginning of this, like we have dreams, but we're scared and we want to, it's like easier to put on other things or kind of change the dream and shrink away from right. it than stepping up to it. And I love that God just like kept, calling you to it. And then also like that he really revealed himself to you in all of that, like, Oh, it's so powerful. I love it.
1: It is. And and I'll just add on to that. You know, I, I just want everybody to know whoever meets me or hears me that, um, you know, those dreams that we have, God gives us like just an incredible love for, for them. Just this insanity, you know, where we wake up and we, and we choose less secure paths for the sake of these dreams. And I, and I guess what I've learned is like all that it's beautiful. And, and we are blessed to have passions and dreams that we will not stop. Yes. Um, the world needs more people like that, but ultimately, you know, that dream was just a vehicle to know him better, you know? And the, I used to think the dream was the end all be all, but it was just him leading me towards him, you know, and, I want people to understand that, you know, there's a there's a point where you realize all this that's happening. It's not a coincidence. Like yeah. you don't want to do a podcast by accident, Betsy. Like <laughs> God has placed that inside you to do it. And it's going to lead to conversations like this over and over and over. And, um, the you know, the Lord's light is going to shine you know, if that does that make any sense? Yes.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like you said it all perfectly. And as you are saying these things, I was thinking about the verse that says God longs to give us the desires of our hearts and thinking about that, like that he places those desires in us, just oh, as you're yeah. saying to bring us back to him. It's like, he, it, he's right. the thing inside of us that he, you know, that he's placed that in us and yes. so we're constantly seeking him and coming back to him. And that like beauty is just revealed. And in, in this beautiful circle, or I'm thinking of a pool that's like just filling us and and fueling us, you know, like, I love that. I love what you said. It is.
1: is. And, 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 you know, the, the, the more I know Jesus, the more I know the Lord, my circumstances matter less, you know, and that is freedom, you know, it's freedom from the rat race It's I don't know. It's just a very freeing, freeing thing.
0: I feel like it's so powerful and beautiful to hear you saying that for you to like preach this message of hope and freedom, you know, knowing not only what you've gone through as a musician, but also knowing that you and Lainey dealt with the loss of Oakley. Like, I just can't even, I can't even fathom that. And I just think that you are so strong and I love that you see all this beauty and I feel like it gives so much hope to people who are hurting and struggling right now.
1: I, I would not trade my story, you know, the tough time of my story, you know, Laney, when Laney and I lost, we lost our seventh kid. And that was really the beginning of it. You know, that was a place in my life where I was like, here's something I wanted, you know, and I really thought, you know, we're going, we're going to get that and we're going to continue building us the way I, I want us to. And the grief and the anger and the pain was too much to compartmentalize and fix, you know, myself. That was the difference in, you know, me moving to Nashville, chasing the dream. I could always just get up and keep going the next day. And when that happened, when we lost Oakley, I didn't know what to do, you know, and that humbled me. But what's crazy is that it it was that trial that just brought me to, to Jesus. I mean, it, it it did. And I would, you know, my household, all of us combined wouldn't change that for the world. Um, it has been, there has been so much redemption.
0: I love that so much. I love just seeing God shine through in these moments that, you know, when you're in it, you can't fathom it. You can't understand what you're going through, but then God shines. And I just thank you for sharing that. That is so powerful for all of us to be hearing right now. And I'm grateful that we have so much that we're getting to celebrate today. You know, these incredible moments of redemption and um, just, yeah, so many things to celebrate. And one of the things that I know we're celebrating is some new music that you have coming out tomorrow. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: You know, me and Rob, everybody, Rob is my manager. He and I sold merch out of our Honda back in the day. (laughs) Rob is the best. Very loyal, credible friend of mine, one of my closest buddies. And, uh... We have some we have some music coming out, and um, the first song is called "I Hope You Miss Me," and um, I wrote it based on my daughter. We have a daughter named Loxley Azalea Hayes, craziest name ever. By oh, the way, oh I love it. I love um, it. Lainey and I were always like, "What were we on that <laughs> night when we named her that?" But um, it's funny that her initials are L A. H because she is so free spirited. And, um, I have many songs about her. I, the first song I wrote about her was called LA gonna love you. And it was just about, you just belong out there, you know, just go and do your thing. Like we'll see you on the silver screen type of thing. But this song is, um, is based on a thing. She told me, y'all are gonna laugh. But one night I was, we were sitting at the cracker barrel and, uh, she was finishing up some green beans and I was like, I brought the beans over and just kind of held her. And I was like, ah, you know, getting all up in her. And, um, she said, she said this, she went, daddy, you can hold me, but you can't hold me forever. I was like, Oh, Oh my gosh. You know, a little four year old, you know, I was like, geez. And, uh, even my, my sons and Lainey, uh, we're like, whoa! She is speaking truth. So anyway, this song is—is is, uh, we 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 wrote it like I do a lot of songs where it can be applied to many things, but it just sounds perfect for the emotion. I mean, I I can hardly listen to it in the if I listen in the wrong if I'm if I'm in like a bittersweet nostalgic mode, I'll start crying in the car because it just has this wilting Western. Melody. But I'm proud of the song. And then um we actually have like a whole EP where we'll do like one song at a time. Just kind of roll them out one after the other. Um I'm so and pumped. A lot of, yeah, a lot of great stuff. We had the next one I think is called Cry. Uh there's one called Briefcase about my dad. Um and uh then there's one called What If What If We Did, but just just same old stuff, you know. I think I think my fans they won't be surprised. They'll be like, ah, classic Walker, you know, they'll love it. And then I, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll grab some new fans too.
0: You just have such a gift. I know I keep saying that, but like truly with your, with your lyrics, with the messages. And I love that. I love how much you love your family and how much that shines in your music. And I think people can feel, feel that. And I feel like, again, that's like something that people need to be reminded of that, like that, like family and the people in your life, that is what, it's all about. And I feel like each of your songs really shines a light on, on people. And I love that and on your heart and on the things that you've been through. So I can't, I, I can't, it. yeah, I can't wait to hear the new stuff.
1: Yeah. Rob's going to, my manager, Rob, he's going to have a tough time pulling me back on the road when we can, when we can get out there. I've, I've, I've been spoiled. I'm going to get homesick for sure.
0: Yeah. I hope, gosh, I like, hope that they're is a way to find a balance. I don't know what that would be. It feels like right now I feel like everything seems all like go, 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 or stay yeah. at home, but I feel like there's yeah. gotta be, gotta be a balance or you just bring all the kids on the road with you, you know? Right.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm sad to say, Betsy, I probably said yes to more things before COVID just out of insecurity or fear. And hopefully you're right. Hopefully i will you know, cause that's what it comes down to is yeah you know, you got to say, no, staying home with my family is worth more than this much money or this much fame or that, you know, and it's such a, life is competitive. You know, it's tough to not look outside and go, ah, I'm falling behind the world, you know, but you're really not, you know, by thinking of the things that really matter. So yeah, I'm, I'm jacked. I, your balance is the it's the right word, you know, it's it's just not going overboard because man, before COVID we were we were stressed then. Yeah.
0: I can't even imagine. Like sometimes I look through my calendar and I'm like, oh my gosh, looking at just all the things we yeah. used to do all the time. And I'm not a touring musician, so like I can't even imagine what and to have you know this beautiful family that you want to be with all the time it's just me and my husband right now we don't have kids yet but like yeah I just can't even imagine I feel like I can see how happy you are getting to be with the kids and with your beautiful life all the time yeah Yeah.
1: I'm spoiled and it has just been such a joy being home with my kids and I and I and I definitely hope on the other side of this there is I can maintain some of that because it's it's good for me I mean it's good for creativity it's yeah it's good. I feel like I'm better, you know. You know, you talk about what we did before COVID. Artists, man, we do so many interviews, shows a day. We do three and four, you know, when you're promoting a single. And yeah. I think there's a point where you go so much where you begin to be ineffective. You know, you're just a shell. Yeah. And your your spirit, you're just empty, you know. And yeah. so that's why, you know, right now I think that's why this podcast is so awesome because I didn't have 10 before it, you know?
0: Thanks for sharing that. I don't ever think that you were ineffective, but I understand that feeling <laughs> of like,
1: of like by any
0: means. But but I get that, that like you we feel like we go on autopilot and you're just like, I mean, yeah. you know, and, right. and I think, yeah, this time has allowed us to, to, to your point, to like have these deep, meaningful conversations right. we wouldn't have had before because you're right. We're not like, we didn't have anything filling us up before because we were giving 110% to everything. All the time. Right, you know? Exactly. I feel like this time too has reminded us that balance is possible. I feel like that's something that we just didn't think was a possibility for a long time. So it's cool to be reminded that, you know, this balance is possible. And I've been thinking about you and how you've been getting to do so much awesome production work from home, which must be so nice because it allows you to work from home and be with your family. And I know you've also been working with some wonderful kind humans like Nikita Carmen. Can you tell us a bit about working with Nikita?
1: Man, so I met Nikita about four years ago, and just her spirit, her attitude in life, it's just infectious. I mean, I just want to be like Nikita Carmen. I, I just think she is such a joyful doer. Like everything she does, she's just glad to to be doing it. And to me, that's a that's such an advantage in life, is is being able to enjoy the process and just where she is at all times. And I was intrigued by her writing. And she's just one of those people, I'm sure you you just walk up and you're like, "Hey, if you ever need help, I'll do I'll do it." Like you just tell me, you know, I just tried to from the heart just tell Nikita from the get-go, I was like, "Look, if you want a producer, songwriter, cover, I'll be anything you need. I'm just a fan."
0: I love that, and I think for anyone listening, that's such a great reminder that like the people you want on your team and the people you want in your life are the people that believe in you and you believe in them. Like there's so much power in that.
1: Right. You know, we kind of worked together and wrote together for a few years and then it was time for her to put out a project and she played me a solo song of hers called Own Roses and I mean I knew I was going to be a maid. I mean everything she writes I love it and I'm always intrigued by her titles and I'm always like what's that about, you know? And then when I hear it I'm like, wow, I never I would have thought it was about this, but it was about this, you know? And so yeah. anyway, I said, let me just let me just make a demo, kinda like your song. You know, I said, Why don't you let me take a stab at the production of this? And and you know, if anything, I'll get your vocal at the house and you'll have a demo of your song. And Nikita liked the style, you know, that I that I went with on with Own Roses. And then before I knew it, she was like, Hey, you wanna just produce the whole, this whole project and I want to call it the garden. And then here we are, you know, a year later. And I, I mean, I want like a record of it so I can hang it up. I'm so proud of it. And, um, and I'm so grateful, you know, for Nikita letting me who, you know, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really a producer. I just love music. So she was kind to, you know, let me do the project, but but yeah, everybody go, Please, guys, do yourself a favor and check out Nikita Carmen. It's, it's insane. She is so talented. The, the craziest thing, Betsy, about her project, like I'm so bad at, could the computer stuff. Like I don't even know how to work Auto Tune or fix vocals. <laughs> so what you hear is legit. What happened in this student in this room? I mean. I love that. And I'm like, that's really good. Like, I wouldn't do it again if I were you. Do you want to redo it? And she's like, no. So that's, that's what you hear on all those incredible songs she writes.
0: That's so awesome. I feel like too, you are such a gifted producer. Like you have such an incredible talent for doing that and to be (laughs) able to hear, no, truly to like hear the things that you hear and to know in a take, like, Hey, that was it. Don't do it again. Like that's a gift to be able to hear that, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, I I'm, I don't know about, you know, everybody's ears. Everybody's ears are different. And I just love the, the the less fixed something is, Yeah, the more I like it. You know, there's a lot of emotion. And, and Nikita is such a songwriter. I wish everybody could hear just how she sits and sings and plays a song. You're like, oh, man, if I could just put, put, put that in the computer, just boom. And so that's kind of what I try to do. I'm, I'm a huge fan of how a song feels from beginning to end. And uh, just, I want you to, you know, bob your head a little bit. So I I think if I had to say like, my thing is just the feel, you know, of a song. And so, but I mean, all hers felt that great without me, I promise. But um, thank you for saying that. I I hope to produce more uh, projects for sure. I I would really love that.
0: That's awesome. I feel like as you're talking about this, like having a vibe for a song, all of your songs have different vibes, which I think is so cool that you feel that um, and you get to feel different things through each song. Do you, so when you're working on a song, do you start with like words? Do you start with the vibe? Like what is it for you as a songwriter? Yeah. So to
1: me, the, the good Lord has given me an obsession with words. Like I just, I it's, it's hard for me to to turn it off. You know, I just, I hear things in life, I feel things in life, and I begin to say, how do you couple that in a really cool sentence, you know? And and does it rhyme? Are there any words in there, you know, that you can do tricks with? What I'm not very good at is melodies, but I, do, I, I can come up with like a, a nice little beat and phrasings that go over those beats. Honestly, between me and you, Betsy, I was born to just be a rapper. The whole melody thing, I'm like, ah, who needs melody? Like, I but I love I love the words. That's usually what starts with me is this the sentiment of the song and you know what that clever lyric is that you know is not cliche. It's like I, I everybody always says, you know, oh it's always been written before. And I don't believe that. That's my th- I'm like, no, it hasn't. It has not all been written. There's still things to say, and so, but um, yeah. I mean, it, for me, it's words, and I don't know. My life just feels like a song. I'm always bouncing. I'm always snapping. My kids and I are always making up songs. I'm always singing goofy stuff to Lainey. Um, I just love all kinds of music. I my that was passed um, from my dad. It, that's he he loves music as much as I do. So that's, that's kind of where I got that from.
0: That's so special. And I feel like you totally are the king of words. Every time I listen to your songs, I'm completely blown away by the lyrics. And I'm always like, how did he do that? Anyway, you're incredible. This has been so much fun. And I cannot believe how quickly this time has gone. But you've just been the most perfect guest on Celebrate People. It's been so incredible to get to celebrate you today. Is there anything else we want to cover You know, in the last few minutes?
1: I gotta tell you a story, Betsy. You got like three minutes. I've got a, as try. many
0: minutes as you want. So this I love. is crazy.
1: So our, our daughter's name was Oakley. She was our seventh. And and um, for those of you who don't know, she's our seventh kid. She would have been our fourth daughter. We were so excited. Laney carried her full term, and then Laney's uterus ruptured, and we lost her. The doctors could not resuscitate the baby. Lainey almost lost her life, but by some miracle, she, she's okay. And, um, anyway, Oakley would be two and a half now. And, uh, we just had a lot of anger, a lot of sadness. Lainey and I grieved in two ways. She was sad. I was mad, really, really dropped a bomb in our marriage, our house. It was weird. I truly feel for, for anyone who's lost someone because it sends you and your relationships just, it blows them up. And it's, it's really hard to to get a grip and be like, ah, what's going on here? So anyway, Laney did not hold a baby for like a year and a half, you know, because it just brought back so much sadness. And uh, that was tough for me to watch because homegirl was born to have babies and just raise them. And so anyway, we get here last year, COVID hits and we go through the foster thing and we're like, man, Maybe that's what God's doing. You know, we're supposed to foster kids, so we take these classes. We try to get you know where we can foster. Well, doesn't happen. Uh, we have too many kids. So according to the state of Tennessee, you can only foster if you have like less than five or something weird like that. So anyway, we think we can go through some loopholes, which we do. Do work doesn't work again. We're devastated because because that was kind of our like. Not redemption, but it would have felt good. Like God, we we would have thought God was like, we did that so you could do this. And, you know, know, it just would have made sense to our small minds. So anyway, doesn't happen. We're sad. We start thinking about adoption, but we're like, man, we have six kids. So we just didn't feel settled about that. We get a call about a month ago from a couple who works at a gymnastics gym in Franklin and they coached my daughter Leela, when she was a gymnast about three or four years ago so anyway they just had a baby and she was born in November and they need childcare. so we were like sign us up we would love to help well this is the crazy part it all worked out and y'all no joke the baby's name is Oakley what yeah that's in that insanity I mean and and if that's not God being like this is what I was doing with y'all you know and who knows what what's gonna happen who knows how long we'll have this kid but we have we keep a little baby Oakley five six days a week right now and we hold her and our family is just elated when she comes over and everybody pitches in and serves and it's on freaking real. So yeah. Boom. How about that story? Betsy? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right now.
1: I know. I know. It rocks me just, just to tell it. I can't believe it. I'm like, this is, this is unbelievable. But yeah, she is. Even when, when they brought her over the first time, we all had to get it in a huddle. We were like, Hey, don't get too excited. Like we don't want to creep out the family, you know, cause, cause we're just so jacked to have this baby, but she's the cutest. And honestly, that family, they just, they could never know how they're blessing us by letting us have this, this little baby in the house.
0: That is so amazing. I'm trying really hard not to cry. That is so <laughs> it's a, it's, incredible.
1: Dude, it's, it's awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, just to see, I mean, my, I, I could go on and on my kids, the joy in their face, their hearts, you know, when she's around and, and Lainey, you know, just watching her hold a baby, you know, don't I can't even I can't even say anymore about that, or I'll erupt with mm-hmm. tears. But you know, it's just God's providence, His sovereignty, and it's just the way He cares for us is is ridiculous. And I want everybody, I want everybody to experience that with all my Ooh. heart.
0: That's so good. That is so good. Thank you for sharing that it's story. That is amazing. Gosh, that is unreal. You're so right. God is so, he's so good. His love for us is so big and so much, so much more vast than we could ever fathom.
1: We can't, we can't, you know, we can't.
0: Oh my gosh. Every time we get together, I feel like, come on. I love it. (laughs) Dude,
1: well, you know, this stuff is real. And I think, I think I love these things because, you know, the rest of life, there's a lot of life that's not eternal, you know, and we get busy. And we don't talk about these things that your podcast is going to talk about. And, you know, that's the stuff we're talking about because every single human you pass on earth is hurt. You know, life's mean, but God's hands all over it, you know, and he um, really is. You know, like I said, I mean, I can joyfully say, I mean, I don't know what else I can experience worse than losing a kid, but somehow I, I can feel God's passion for me all up in that, you know? And and that's that really is every everybody. It's not just me. Um, so yeah, this is good stuff, Betsy. Walker,
0: I truly cannot say thank you enough for being the very first guest on Celebrate People, for sharing your heart with us and these incredible stories of redemption that are so uplifting and encouraging, even in the really hard moments. I'm just so grateful that you would be willing to share all of this with me and with us today. So thank you for being on Celebrate People. You were the perfect guest to get to celebrate today. And I can't thank you enough for making the theme song for the show. I just love you so much. And I hope that you and Lainey and your beautiful kids have the best day today.
1: I just love you. I appreciate your spirit and thanks for having me on. And honestly, thanks for, I, I would have been jealous if you'd have let anyone else do your theme song. So just, just know that like, I, 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 I it's, it's a, uh, that was a blessing for me. I enjoyed doing that.
0: It just means the world to me that you would say that <laughs> you're incredible. I hope you have the best day today. Thank you again. And I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Bye Bessie. Right.
0: Bye Walker. Isn't Walker Hayes the best? I am so grateful that he would be our first guest on Celebrate People today. And I'm so grateful to you for joining us. You made this so special. And again, Walker's got some new music coming out tomorrow. So if you want to check that out, make sure you're following him on socials. He's at Walker Hayes. And I just hope you continue to be inspired by him and his story. I know that I am inspired by him every single day. So thank you again for being here on Celebrate People. I'm going to bring you new episodes every week and we will continue to celebrate people in those good moments and in those hard moments because those are the moments that make life beautiful. So I hope you have a wonderful day today. Go out there and celebrate people and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Celebrate, ooh.
1: Celebrate, ooh. Celebrate, ooh. Celebrate, ooh. Gonna celebrate 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 celebrate